Yo, what's up, children of the corn? Hopefully this sounds a little clearer to you guys. The last two weeks I had to operate with a less than optimal microphone. I got one sent to me. This should sound relatively clear. It's obviously not as ideal as when I'm in the studio, but it should be relatively back to normal. How was your guys' Valentine's Day? Was it everything you hoped for and more? I heard that they opened up the restaurants in New York City to 25% capacity. And what do you know? Right before Valentine's Day, it's almost as if they wanted to complete a quick cash grab because they knew everybody would fill up the restaurants. I wouldn't have went out of spite. I wouldn't have went. I would have went. I would have held out for a full week. I can't. I don't like that they circled Valentine's Day. Well, really, we can extract a lot of money out of them then. No, I wouldn't have went. Strictly out of spite. You know, being down here in Florida, it's not like I have anybody I could spend Valentine's Day with. But thankfully for me, my younger brother who's in college and his college roommate, what they did instead was just show me a whole string of girls on their Snapchats. As my eyes just look like a slot machine. like I see one girl. I'm like, oh, my God, look at this one. So then what does my brother's friend do? Or his roommate, rather? He just sends her a message saying, hey, my friend thinks your friend's cute. You know what this girl responds? Well, she's single, baby, with a whole bunch of whys, ton of whys. Then she goes, send a pic. He sends a pic of me. No response ever again. That's it. So there was my Valentine's Day. Interestingly enough, my Uber app sent me a notification, despite having notifications turned off fully. It says, gift your Valentine an Uber trip. Oh, yeah, I'm really sure that that's what somebody wanted for Valentine's Day. That was every girl's dream. That's what they've been waiting for. An Uber trip. An Uber trip is usually a parting gift for a girl on a regular weekend. And you're going to th- put this her way on Valentine's Day? Hey, hon, I just sent you something. Oh, my God, did you go with the classics like flowers and chocolate? Nope, nope. Actually, 25% off on your next UberX. Offer is not valid on Uber XL or Comfort. So yeah, babe, I ordered you an Uber X. Now why don't you get in one, come over here and suck my car. The man to save the day. All right, all right, relax, take it easy. I would never get a girl an Uber for Valentine's Day. I would like to think that I'm slightly better than that. I would have got them two. One for the way there, and then obviously one for the way back. Honestly, I don't even have it in me to say something like that. As soon as I, if I ever sent something like that to somebody and then I even saw those three dots moving with a response pending, I'd throw the phone right out the window just out of sheer embarrassment. I, I, like, I'm one of those guys, I struggle with the sheer embarrassment of knowing what's coming. But you know who would have never had a problem with that? My older brother. My older brother would have sent it hands down. He, he's probably sent something like that. My older brother, he would have said anything. He doesn't give a rat's ass. You know, this is a true story. And miss, if you happen to be listening, I'm sorry, but Mike's passed away. I think we can share these kinds of stories and everybody can have a nice smile and chuckle out of it. So I think you should as well. But somebody after Mike passed away revealed to me what his opening line was to her on Tinder. And it's freaking unbelievable that this worked. It may, I cannot believe this worked. It makes me question everything, the fact that this line actually worked on a human being. 
This is what he said. You ready for this? This is what my brother, this is what his opening line was on Tinder. Drop everything you're doing. You're about to have the best fucking night of your life. What? <laughs> Drop everything you're doing. You're about to have the best fucking night of your life. That was his opening line on Tinder. I have no clue. I could never. My fingers would not even allow me to type that. And for him, what do you think happened? Oh, of course it worked. It worked. Me, I, I'd be the cover story on Yahoo the next day. Ten worst opening lines on Tinder. Slideshow. Click to continue. Click advertisement. Number ten, advertisement. Hey, we noticed you have ad blocker turned on. Would you mind turning it off so we can disgracefully clickbait you into nine more clicks and then make money off those deplorable tactics? You know, I keep thinking that as time goes on, all of these clickbait tactics are eventually going to get reeled in. Like every every single person you know is getting banned on social media. So one would think if they're getting rid of people they consider deplorable, maybe they would get rid of some of these absurd clickbait strategies and misleading thumbnails as well. It keeps getting worse and worse. It's an absolute disgrace. It started years ago on YouTube when you were looking for like a TV show scene, you'd look it up and then the thumbnail would be completely misleading. Like you'd type in um, the red wedding ending and the thumbnail would be unbelievable red wedding ending with Rob Stark getting stabbed in the heart by Bruce Bolton. So you're excited to watch that scene because that's what you search for. You click on it. And what is it? A Scottish guy in his basement breaking down the episode. And that's somehow okay. To put an actual still from the scene you're looking for, a title talking about the lead you're looking for, then when you eventually get to it, absolutely the opposite of what you were looking for. Yeah, that's, that's cool. How you can do that with a straight face is absolutely beyond me. It's as bad as my brother's opening Tinder line. Drop everything you're doing. You're about to have the best fucking night of your life. To quote Sebastian Maniscalco, aren't you embarrassed? And the answer is no, because since then it's just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. I have like a text thread with a few of my friends exchanging the most absurd thumbnails that we could find. Insane chiropractic adjustment. The thumbnail shows somebody whose neck is bent completely backwards like he's in The Exorcist. You click on it. Nope, just a standard Groupon chiropractic adjustment. Nothing special about it. Standard adjustment, but the thumbnail, Exorcist backward crank neck. And then the pictures are one, and then the titles are the other. The wording of these titles are outrageous. The headlines of World War II newspapers were not as drastic as some of these that you're seeing out there. Mark Cuban drops nuclear bomb on entrepreneur's dream. I watch it, and he just simply goes, hey, you know, this idea really isn't for me. It's not my end of the spectrum. That's it. That's dropping a nuclear bomb on an entrepreneur's dream. Ben Shapiro annihilates college lefty. I thought it was a college baseball video. Yeah, maybe, this has got to, maybe this is why I'm not as popular as others on social media, because I'm not resorting to the scummiest tactics ever known to man. Maybe I should start captioning my videos and adding titles that are a little more catchy. Andy takes his massive horse cock to Tampa nightclubs with the thumbnail being a picture of like a wide-eyed girl looking down. Maybe that will get a couple clicks. But no, no, no. Instead, I'll just, I'll stay on my path of producing relatively entertaining content, all while receiving less adoration than a generic girl going out on a Thursday night right here at the University of Tampa. 
And another problem is, I, this is something, it, it's just, I think it's a hill that I'm willing to die on. I'm a quality over quantity guy. I'd rather take a little time and make something that I know people are going to enjoy rather than the trash that you see. Like these people, they'd rather have a hundred suits from Target than four Versace suits. I'm a four Versace suit guy. A little while back, I, I made a video and it was featured on the front page of Funny or Die across the country. From California, Hawaii, Maine, my face was on the front page of Funny or Die. You know how many of you commented on that Instagram video that was put on the front page of Funny or Die? Twelve. Twelve of you. Someone from my brother's school uploads a boomerang last weekend before they went out? 112 comments, 5,000 likes, no problem. You know, I am somebody that is very technologically savvy. There's essentially nothing that I can't learn with a good bit of time to check it out. But as far as Instagram goes, I'm out of answers. I have no answers left. Instagram hates me so much that when I upload a video to share with you all, it doesn't even show up on my own timeline. My own videos don't even show up on my own timeline. So how many of you could be seeing them if I can't even see my own videos? Now, I just want to watch them back, too, to make sure it uploaded properly, make sure everything was fine. And I have to go back to my own profile page, then click the video, and then watch it. It won't even show up on the feed. That's nice. That gives me a lot of faith in the system. I tell people who meet me when they follow my account, I'm like, yo, go, go down on my profile. That's where I have some of my best stuff. People will not go down. I don't know what it is about this Instagram psyche. People will not go down past four videos. And that's where some of my best stuff is. So then what do I do? I have to re-upload an old thing. And then what do people comment? Hey, why don't you upload some new stuff? Meanwhile, I just uploaded something new two days ago and they didn't comment on that one, but they're happy to comment to tell me, why are you uploading something again? You can't win. You get screwed at every turn. George Costanza with the Twix bars. I hate everyone. Let's go on to something serious. You've all screwed me again! I mean, look, I'm, I'm mostly just kidding. These are just the trenches you got to fight through. But always remember when you see that sob story from the New York Times about people on OnlyFans who are having trouble getting a buck... It ain't just there, my friends. I think that that would be a perfect time to remind everybody. You know, if you're one of the nine people who Instagram was fortunate enough to show a video to, then just always share it if you can. Share it with someone special. You have to share it, and then maybe I'll be able to see my own videos. Share it. You will be the only reason I can watch my own videos. If you engage with them, comment, share all that nonsense. The part where you share it. All right. Don't be embarrassed. Take it, share it, love it. Yeah, I saw a story on Twitter that Florida is housing all the refugees seeking a good time. <laughs> like, it is housing everyone from around the country who is looking to have a good time. And that's exactly what I am. I'm a good time refugee here having a good time. My smiles per day have gone up 42% since I've been here. And how did I come up with that metric? Well, I can't tell you, but trust me. You know, I've been down here so long that I legitimately needed a haircut. <laughs> like, I needed to get a haircut. It's freaking warm down here. Can't have a little extra wolf on the sides or lettuce, as the kids say. Also, being on a college campus doesn't hurt to trim a few years off the side. I got advice uh, for those of you, by the way, who go on vacation. And then, like, you're probably worried because you don't have a place to go. You don't know who to trust. And then when you go in there, you make that dreaded mistake about, oh, you know, not too short, not too long. 
you know the barber or stylist has to despise you every time you say that. So the next time you go into a place while you're on vacation and you need a haircut, simply say, hey, um, I, I need TV show hair. Can you give me the TV show hair? And they may say like, what? Like, you know, TV show hair. You know, when you turn on your favorite TV show, somebody just has the same exact hair length every episode from season one until it ends. That's what I'm looking for, TV show hair. When I hang out, I never want somebody to say, oh, you need a haircut or you got a haircut. I always want to be in that TV show haircut length. And that's what you got to do when you go in there. You got to explain to them, hey, uh, I need that TV show haircut. Hey, get this. I got ID'd to buy Gorilla Glue at the store the other day. It was the most perplexing thing that's ever happened to me. I'm in Florida right now. All the bars are open. Everybody's partying. Gronkowski's on boats. It's the Wild West out here. But now I get carded for Gorilla Glue. Now, first of all, I am honored to be carded for anything. But (laughs) for all things Gorilla Glue? That's where you draw the line? I guess this all stems from that girl who put the Gorilla Glue in her hair. Supposedly, this girl ran out of hairspray, and then she decided that Gorilla Glue was just as good of an option. Great logic right there. I don't know why she needed to do that to find out what would have happened. All she had to do was hit up any Guido from the 2000s. They would have told you. Or just ask DJ Pauly D. He can still tell you. He's still got it. One of the most remarkable storylines in the last decade is clearly DJ Pauly D. This guy, he, he did the impossible. And it's not turned from some local Guido into an international celebrity. No, no, no. What he did is way more impressive than that. He's making the blowout hairstyle last two decades past its expiration date. There are, there are no more blowouts. You can check like the most Italian neighborhoods in New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island. You go to Bensonhurst, Newark, Tom's River, Newport. You're not finding blowouts anymore. Yet... This guy is just plowing forward with the king's crown. It's like he's been grandfathered in. Like when you watch a hair metal band from the 80s play now, they still got like the 80s hair. He's making it work. It's amazing. This hair ain't moving, my dude. It's so amazing that I think it inspires me to finally come clean to all of you. Uh, I have something I have to come clean about. I've kept this mostly hidden throughout my performative years, but I think it's time for me to come clean. And I have to reveal to you that I rocked the DJ Pauly D years before DJ Pauly D. And I'm embarrassed. It happened and there's nothing I can do about it. For years, I treated it like Wahlberg treated Marky Mark. Like, oh, bro, that wasn't me. That must be a guy who looks like me. But I did it. And there's nothing I can do to undo it. Oh, yeah. However, I got words of encouragement for all those guidos out there dropping a half a bottle of gotta be glue in their hair. There's still time to get out. It's not too late. Oh, yeah. Positivity, yeah. No gorilla glue for me, though, even when I was a guido. I drew the line at Spiker. That was as, that was as pasty as I could get. God, do you imagine I rocked that hair down here? Do you imagine that? I was in the middle of Florida right now with that full DJ Pauly D, not being DJ Pauly D. Taxi, sona qui, sona qui, sona qui. Over the weekend, I met up with a gentleman who was holding on to my older brother's belongings for me, and it was very nice of him to do that. So I collected all my older brother's stuff. Obviously, comes with some mixed emotions attached. You know, it's all the stuff that he would always wear. I mean, for God's sake, some of it still kind (laughs) of had his aroma on it. 
on one hand, you know, it's very sad in a way, but on the other hand, I didn't think I was going to stay in Florida this long, and I'm happy to have a lot of clothes right now. So thank you, Mike. You know, I, I still feel like he has me doing work for him. And I'm not talking about going to get stuff like his clothes. That's absolutely fine. I have no problem with it. But do you know how many people have like reached out to me and asked things? And in my head, I have to figure out what Mike has told these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what my brother, like people are introducing it. Hey, I'm a so-and-so that your brother knew. And I got to know what the hell did Mike tell these people? And I'm trying to I'm trying to gauge my answers on how much they know about Mike and what the hell he told them when he did know them. A girl reaches out to me. Oh, I just want to let you know I was dating your brother. I'm like, oh, oh, you're right. Oh, you're, oh, yeah, I know. He told me about you. You're the one with, um, you're the one with the, uh, the, uh, uh, the gym in Boca Raton. Yes, yeah, 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 you had that gym in Boca Raton. I remember when he told me about you. I know he's laughing at me, just looking down at me, watching me trying to cover all his tracks. This guy's, this guy's got, still got me working for him. He's still got me on the payroll. And it's not over, too. It's not over, too. I feel like it's going to be this scene from Back to the Future 2 where in like three months from now, a guy shows up with a letter written from the past that's going to say, you have to do so and so. It's not over for me. Wait, that's the second week in a row I've referenced Back to the Future 2. What do you want me to do? Great movie. You know, something that's taking me quite a bit to get used to while I'm here on my brother's college campus is his younger friends and these younger people. So many, so many of these kids are calling me old school. It's the first time in my life anyone in any capacity has referred to me as old school. Like I asked him, like, what are you talking about? How am I old school? They say, oh man, like, listen, you just say it how it is. You keep it real. That's old school. That is old school. Just saying what it is qualifies as the modern old school. I really wanted to say, well, then what the hell is new school? Ah, yes. And see, I've remembered. Everybody lies. Nobody answers you. You get ghosted. Faces are filtered and everybody flakes out. That's new school. More or less, that means the new version of old school means you're just like a half decent person. You answer a phone. That's, that's, a, that's a good person now. You're old school. New school is just your scumbag. Like the new new school was the old, oh, you're just a scumbag. That's new school. You know, what's crazy is I feel like 10 years ago, I was a scumbag. But I know I haven't changed. I can assure you that I have not changed. Other than the blowout, obviously. <laughs> but I'm the same guy. It's the walls around me that have moved. The, the, the ceiling shifted down and the floors shifted up. I'm like the opposite of Harvey Dent. I was born a villain, and I've lived long enough to see myself become the hero. The scum has risen. I've just stayed the same. Kind of nice when you look at it that way. I want to give myself a little pat on the back. Since I now feel a little better about myself, I can't think of a better time to end this podcast. So thank you guys for joining me once again. I hope this sounded a little better, a little more to your liking. I hope there wasn't too much of a rumble on the bass in your car. I had a blast. I can assure you this. Why? Because my smile percentage is up 42%. Hopefully it remains there. Until next week, you guys enjoy yourselves. Give this a click. 
give it a thing, give it another thing, and then when you're done, give it one thing more. I want to thank you guys, as always, for listening. I really do appreciate it. The only thing that would make me appreciate it even more is if you share these podcast videos, comments, stars, all that good stuff. Asking doesn't work. Bribing's always the next strategy. All right, guys, take it easy and have a good weekend.